The 2022 NHL Draft is taking place tonight and tomorrow in Montreal. And Boston Bruins General Manager Don Sweeney is there along with Team President Cam Neely. They updated a number of topics yesterday, including Patrice Bergeron's status, David Pasternak extension, Jake DeBrusque's rescinded trade request, and even David Krejci's uh, status for next season. And we're going to talk about it all on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, July 7th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day, free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please smash that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing youtube subscribers in particular will get some bonus content with breaking news clips as they occur if you are on twitter and instagram you can find the podcast at locked nhl bruins and you can find me my dad jokes and hockey tweets at ian c mclaren i'm a lifelong bruins fan i've been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years and excited once again to go through another NHL draft process. Um, Boston Bruins do not have a first round pick tonight. They'll make their selections on day two of the NHL draft. Although Don Sweeney is interested in moving into the first round if possible. We'll talk about that later, but first, Sweeney and Neely both met with the media yesterday and addressed a number of topics surrounding the black and gold and going to give you the highlights here on today's episode. The first had to do with Patrice Bergeron. Both Sweeney and Neely sounding pretty optimistic about a potential return for the Bruins captain. He can become an unrestricted free agent on Wednesday. He's a five-time Selkie Trophy winner now, turning 37 on July 24th, uh, recovering from off-season elbow surgery, and he seems close to making a decision. It was already reported that he was going to come back on a one-year deal. Sweeney said his conversations with Patrice have gone well. His recovery has gone well. He suspects coming out of the draft and heading into free agency that he'll be in a really good place. The Bruins are excited that he's considering playing more and moving forward. And it's going to be up to him still to declare when he's ready to do that. Uh, But he's checking off a lot of boxes that have given the Bruins strong indications that he will indeed be back. Neely added, Bergeron went through the elbow procedure, not just to feel better in the offseason, but also just for his own, you know, physical well-being. 
but his recovery makes Neely feel more confident that he's leaning in the direction they want him to lean. Neely said, as I told him a while ago, once it's over, it's over. You want to play again at some point. But also many athletes don't get to choose when they hang them up. And there's something to be said for that. Uh, If he didn't have the year he had last year, the Bruins might feel differently, but he's still at the top of his game. And Neely said he doesn't see any reason why Bergeron would want to pack it in. Next, they spoke about David Krejci. And after spending last season playing for Aldemuk in Czechia, Krejci is considering once again playing in the NHL leading to recent conversations with Don Sweeney about a potential reunion. Krejci, of course, spent all 15 years of his NHL career with the Bruins. We talked yesterday about how he was one of Boston's best-ever second-round picks. Sweeney said he's been in touch with Krejci and his representatives. He's spending a lot of time with his family and deciding what he'd like to do. Kevin Weeks, of course, reporting last week that or maybe a couple weeks ago, that Krejci was in South Carolina uh, with his family. Not really news, seeing as he owns a home down there. Uh, But he's still spending a lot of time with family, deciding what he'd like to do. Sweeney said the conversations have gone well. It's just a matter of what David decides and if we're the place that he chooses. Now, you would think that it would either be Boston or Czechia. Is there a possibility that Krejci could sign with another NHL team? It's not impossible, I don't think. Um, There's been a coaching change. But, you know, some of his closest friends are still in Boston could have the opportunity to play with David Pasternak after the Bruins realized that you could take him off the top line. So, you know, I've always said that it seemed unlikely to me that Krejci would move his family back to the States after transplanting them to Czechia. He wanted to be closer to family. He wanted his kids to have a relationship with his parents and extended family. Immerse them in the culture. But crazy times. There's instability over in Eastern Europe. So perhaps he's wanting to bring them back where it's a bit safer. (laughs) I don't know if... uh, That's a mixed feeling saying that, but you know what I mean. Uh, So perhaps he is indeed seriously contemplating a return to the Bruins, which would, of course, uh, be huge. One more note. Uh, They talked about David Pasternak. Neely indicated Sweeney will meet with Pasternak's representatives this week in Montreal as they begin discussions on a contract extension. His six-year, $6.67 million annual average contract ends at the end of 2022-23. 
and Neely said he's feeling very positive about getting an extension done. So fingers crossed that that is able to be agreed upon in short order. We'll get to some other topics, including Jake DeBrusque, Boston wanting to move into the first round. But first, a quick word about Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift for your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. This flavor that you love is now available in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. But it's also good for you. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, all delicious. They're only here for a limited time, so go to Built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out. All Built Bars made with a collagen protein that your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. The best part about Built Puffs is they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. Go to Build.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Build.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. NHL Draft first round goes tonight, and our team of local hosts and draft experts breaking it down with insights and analysis for every first round pick. Subscribe to Locked On Bruins on YouTube for all the latest breakdowns and breaking news if the Bruins trade into the first round or make any other deals here on the first night of the NHL draft. Don Sweeney yesterday also confirmed a report from TSN that Jake DeBrusque had rescinded his trade request that was made public last fall and he's willing to remain in Boston. Uh, Sweeney said that's accurate. As far as conversations about Jake moving forward, about playing for the Bruins or playing for another team, it's no different than when he put on that he would like a change of scenery. The Bruins are very happy that Jake has turned a corner in how he feels about the Bruins and wants to be with us. He had a hell of a second half of the season. Delors deserves a lot of credit for the production he put forth. And he's looking forward to being back. I think what he means when it's no different is that he doesn't have a no trade clause. So whether he wants out or is willing to play out his contract, he's still eligible to be traded. And if the Bruins feel there's a deal that makes them better that he's part of, they'll explore it. Um, And Sweeney said that you guys know well enough to know if opportunities to improve the team arise they'll have to continue to look at it but they're happy that jake's in a good place he indicated previously he was in a better place when the season ended Uh, so that's good news for the bruins but again if a deal comes across sweeney's table that is in his estimation going to improve the team and it involves Jake going out, he's going to contemplate it. In terms of the players who are injured, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, they're doing well in their recovery. Expected still those six-month 
timelines. Uh, they won't know how their recoveries are really going until they are cleared to skate. Uh, Matt Grizzlick, Mike Riley also progressing well in their rehabs. It's disappointing that you're going to start the year without a few of these guys. Key pieces to the group, Sweeney said. But it's an important opportunity for somebody else, and they'll see how it goes. Uh, he did mention that Fabian Lysel, Mason Lorai won't be at development camp uh, taking place um, later this month at Warrior Ice Arena. Lysel preparing for the World Junior Championship in August, and Lorai recovering from uh, from an injury as well. He, Sweeney did say that Lysel will determine where he plays next year. Boston, Providence, or Vancouver. Return to the juniors is still a possibility. They believe he's certainly talented enough to play in any of those three places. And he's proven he can put up big numbers in the WHL. The test will be to see if he can physically handle the next steps, be it in Boston or Providence. And they're excited about what his progression will dictate. So they'll have to see um, how he performs at the World Juniors, how he looks in training camp, make a decision about where he'll play after that. Um, the coaching staff, soon to be finalized. Um, Kevin Dean has to be replaced, as does skating and skills coach Kim Branvold. And Jim Montgomery is going to assess whether existing assistants like Chris Kelly, Joe Sacco, and Bob Essensa will return. He is in the process of moving his family to Boston, looking at schools for his kids. And um, that will be cleared up in the offseason. Uh, Don Sweeney also congratulated Mike Greer for being named general manager of the San Jose Sharks. First black manager in NHL history. Um, Sweeney said he's really proud of the decision the Sharks made in giving Mike the opportunity. Speaks volumes for where the game is going and how it's grown. And I think he'll do a good job. Neely added, uh, it's great for him, great for the league, and hopefully it ends up being great for San Jose. Now when it comes to Boston... Trying to move into the first round of the draft. The third time in five years that the Bruins will be without a first round pick. Sweeney said he's doing his best to find a way back into the opening round, but it's not an easy task. Several teams are sitting on the outside, and other teams have positioned themselves with multiple first round picks. The Bruins are focusing on finding the best players they possibly can continuing to add skill to their group of prospects. There's a lot of conversations going on. Some teams are in pick acquisition mode. They're not necessarily in player acquisition mode. The Bruins obviously looking to trade roster players to free up some cap space, but also get into the first round. Who on the roster could fetch a first round pick? I don't know if there's anybody uh, out, like outside of the core players. Maybe Jake, but I highly doubt that. Um, 
So that's making it a little harder. And then if you want to get into the first round, you have to give up good players, and it's hard when you're a competitive team uh, to part with really good players, even though you'd know you'd like to get back into the first round and improve your pool prospect. So do you sacrifice the current roster for the sake of adding a first-round pick? Uh, the Bruins still in win mode want to be as competitive as possible and that's why they don't have a first round pick they sent it to the anaheim ducks in the hampus lindholm trade and have set themselves up to have a pretty good defensive duo for the next seven eight years um obviously this year the nhl draft in person for the first time since covid 19 hit and uh, taking place in Montreal, Canadians hold the number one overall pick in this year's draft. Um, Neely said you can feel the buzz in the air and uh, believes it's going to be a great show. The Bruins set right now to select 54th overall, and that pick will be made tomorrow morning. On tomorrow's podcast, uh, like I mentioned yesterday, I'm heading on a little camping outing with two of my sons this weekend, but not till later in the day. So hopefully I'll be able to sit down, recap at least what they were able to do in the second, third, maybe fourth rounds as well. They don't have a fifth round pick, uh, but they do have a sixth and two sevenths. Um, but again, whether or not those picks have much impact, likely not. Uh, so we'll focus on the second, third, and fourth round picks, ideally on tomorrow's podcast. So that's all the latest from Don Sweeney and Cam Neely. Interesting stuff about David Krejci, certainly. Um, and hopefully Patrice signs officially very soon. They can get a Pasternak um, extension done as well. And uh, things can start to settle into place here for the Boston Bruins. Before we get to some notes on next season's schedule, a quick word about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. Save time and money by using rockauto.com, a family-owned business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could possibly need for your car, truck, or van. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your cart will ever need at rockauto.com. So yesterday the NHL released the regular season schedule and the Bruins will begin 2022-23 on the road against the Washington Capitals on Wednesday, October 12th. 
They will then play their home opener, second game of the season, against the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday, October 15th. There's a few other games that stand out on the schedule. They'll play the three-time defending Eastern Conference champions in Tampa Bay on November 21st, the Monday before Thanksgiving. The traditional Black Friday matinee uh, will be played on November 25th, and it will be the Carolina Hurricanes coming to town instead of the New York Rangers this year to play in that Black Friday matinee. Uh, the Bruins will have a tough stretch in December, highlighted by a visit by the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, on December 3rd. Two days later, they will host Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights. Of course, on January 2nd, the Bruins will return to Fenway Park to play the Pittsburgh Penguins in Boston's fourth Winter Classic appearance, their fifth outdoor game overall, the last one being, of course, at Lake Tahoe. Uh, there will be an All-Star game in Florida this year. The Bruins will have a bye week. Their first game back will be February 11th against the Capitals. Uh, Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers will be in town on March 9th. And then the Bruins will close out the regular season April 13th at Montreal. Their longest road trip will be five games from January 24th to February 1st. Uh, two separate ones, actually. Montreal, Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Toronto on the first one. Then the second one will be Detroit, Chicago, Winnipeg, Minnesota, and Buffalo. Heading up to Christmas, they'll have their longest homestand, which will be five games. One against the Islanders, the Kings, Columbus, Florida, and Winnipeg. All-Star Weekend, like I mentioned, will be early February, the 3rd and the 4th, and then the Bruins will be off until um, the 11th. Finally, their schedule includes 15 sets of back-to-backs, the first being right off the bat, 17th and 18th versus Florida, and then at Ottawa, and then the last being April 8th and 9th versus New Jersey, and at Philadelphia. You can see all the latest when it comes to the schedule by visiting the Bruins website. They had it all over their socials. I thought it was, I made a note yesterday that the players they highlighted were Charlie Coyle, Brandon Carlo, Taylor Hall, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Craig Smith, and Hampus Lindholm, as well as Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark on their Instagrams. Noticeably absent, David Posternock and Patrice Bergeron. Don't want to read too much into that, but it's very odd that you wouldn't... I know Bergeron perhaps not coming back, but Posternock certainly playing for the Bruins this season, unless they can't agree on an extension and they decide to trade him this offseason very remote possibility but still interesting that he was not on that list 
so much going on around the NHL. Um, I'll be all over it on the Twitter account today. Uh, some sad news. Former NHL defenseman Brian Marchment passed away on Wednesday in Montreal. He was attending the draft at, in his role as a scout with the Sharks. Um, sending our condolences to the Marchment family, including son Mason, um, and everyone that played with him, against him, in the Sharks organization. Uh, very sad news coming out of the draft. A lot of rumors, a lot of reports. Uh, be wary of where they're coming from. Uh, be discerning in where they're coming from. Um, a lot of people trying to drum up interest for their particular websites and the like. Uh, I will mention that JT Miller doesn't look as though he's going to re-sign in Vancouver. Harmon Dial from The Athletic listing the Bruins among possible suitors for Miller. Although, again, they're going to have to clear a bunch of cap space in order to do anything of significance in free agency. That's it for today's episode, my friends. Kind of jam-packed with some news and notes about our Boston Bruins. Uh, thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Don't forget about the Locked On NHL podcast. You can stay up to date with everything going on in the hockey world with help from our Locked On experts. And I will be back tomorrow to discuss what the Bruins were able to do in the second, third, and fourth rounds of the NHL draft as well as any breaking news. And if a trade does happen, or a signing, what have you, the Locked On Boston Bruins YouTube channel is where you will get that first. So be sure to subscribe there today. Very close to 500 subscribers. It would be great to hit that uh, before the draft is done. Have a great day, my friends. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.